Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to the number one daily sports news podcast in the country, The Scorecard. I'm Brett Thomas. Just five weeks to Christmas. This is your fast, fun hit of sport for Monday, November 20. Today, Viva Los Verstappen. Max finally smiling in Sin City. We get to the business end of the AFLW season and the ugly war tearing Rugby Australia apart. But first... Bang! He'll come back for two... And Australia win the World Cup for the sixth time and in front of 120,000 people. They've upstaged the home team in magnificent fashion and the party begins. Of course, we had to start with that this morning. There is nothing like the sound of silence from 120,000 people crammed into a stadium. That silence came from Indian fans as they watched Australia spoil their party with a six-wicket win in a cracking ODI World Cup final. Travis Head, the hero, 137 off 120, including 15 fours and four sixes in the run chase. Oh, no! Calls through for a single, needs to hurry. The Robin to Head's Batman was Marnus Labuschagne with a 58-run cameo, the pair combining for a match-winning 192, chasing down 241. Yeah, not in a million years. What an amazing day. So, um, yeah, just just thrilled to be a part of it. You came into the World Cup not fully fit, but the team management, everyone wanted you in the squad for a reason. Yeah, it's a lot better than sitting on the couch at home. So, um, yeah, very lucky that everything went well and I was able to get back here and the support that the boys showed and I didn't think that this was going to happen so um, or not contribute in the way I played in the first sort of 20 balls. Um, yeah, I was a little bit nervous but um, yeah, Martin has played exceptional. It was awesome to bat with him. He soaked up all the pressure and yeah, it was a, just an amazing partnership. Head flew over late to join the squad after breaking his hand in a warm-up series. Labuschagne was an afterthought, overlooked for the initial squad until Ashton Agar was ruled out. Now, for all of Pat Cummins' critics... His 2023 can't be ignored and will be hard to top given he may hand over the one-day captaincy. But in this year, he's overseen a World Test Championship final win, retained the Ashes in England and now World Cup glory. This year will be a year we remember for a long, long time. He's pretty much spent the whole Aussie winter away overseas playing, but we've had a lot of success and this pips it all. This is top of the mountain. So Australia champions for a sixth time and given the start to the tournament with two losses, the hostile nature of the final, India picking a used pitch, I think this stands above the other five. And Josh Hazelwood, who was part of the 2015 squad that beat New Zealand in the MCG final, agrees. Oh, I think this is bigger. Obviously we won at home in front of our home fans, but I think the challenges we've been through the last sort of couple of months coming here, playing in these conditions against you know, India, who's a pretty special team, and getting the win on a day like this is amazing. For all the talk from Max Verstappen about his absolute dislike of holding a Grand Prix in Las Vegas, in the end, the runaway world champion did what he does best, and that's win. The Red Bull Ace declared before the weekend this was 99% show and 1% sport, and when opening practice was called off after 10 minutes due to a loose manhole cover damaging cars, it looked like Max was right. Was it a fun track to drive? Did you enjoy it? No. 
The rest of the weekend wasn't without expensive speed humps either after that faux pas from Formula One. On race day, a vintage car used in the driver's parade leaked oil onto the track. This was like a video game going wrong. When the engines roared on the starting grid, though, one of the best races of the season unfolded. Verstappen was penalised five seconds for forcing pole sitter Leclerc off track at the first corner, suffered a damaged front wing in a collision with Mercedes' George Russell and made an extra pit stop under a mid-race safety car. At one point, it looked like a Red Bull 1-2 until Charles Leclerc overtook Sergio Perez on the last lap. Charles Leclerc's going for it to the inside as he got the car slowed down. What a move, Charles Leclerc! Absolutely brilliant! At the last real chance that he had to make the pass, Checo tries to fight back. What a performance from the top three. Max Verstappen puts his name up in lights once again. And it's very close to the line. But it's Charles Leclerc who takes second place with a bold and brilliant move at the last real opportunity. Max still won the race. He's 18th of the season in an Elvis-inspired suit and finally embraced the show along with the sport. Viva Las Vegas! I thought you'd enjoy that, mate. Well done. Are they playing an Elvis on the two radios? Well, yes, they are. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of fun there. Um, you know, like I said, with the DRS as well, that helped a lot for very good racing here. Also, I think the low degradation with the, with the tarmac here, you could really push on on the tyres, which I think was good. Um, so yeah, like I said, it was a lot of fun out there. And finally, Max, just quickly, a, a message to our American fans here in Las Vegas. Yeah, great crowd. I mean, uh, I hope everyone enjoyed it a bit. <laughs> we definitely did. So, uh, yeah, already uh, excited to to come back here next year and uh, hopefully try to do something similar. The Cats had to use all their nine lives to hold off the Demons in an AFLW prelim thriller. Leading by 30 points at three-quarter time, it looked like the Cats had victory in the bag, but the reigning Premier had other ideas. Storming home as Eden Zanka snared three goals in their final stand, but it was a late snap that sailed wide from teammate Lauren Pierce that killed off the resistance. Pierce out of the ruck. Goes for goal. Pierce misses. Geelong through to a prelim against the Lions. Nita Morrison, the star of their show, with 29 disposals and eight tackles, and told Seven it was as heart-stopping for her as it was for the fans watching. It's far too stressful that last, that last couple of minutes. Um, yeah, credit to them, like, they fought back so well, but um, just so pumped. A lot more comfortable for the Crows. A bloodbath against the Swans in the other semi, winning by 67 points. Adelaide face-off with the Kangaroos for a place in the AFLW Grand Final. <laughs> Rugby Australia boss Hamish McLennan is ready to go toe-to-toe with the six boards that want him to resign. McLennan has refused to step down and, in a statement to 10 News First, wants an extraordinary general meeting. If I lose, I will happily walk. Them's finding words from the head of a sporting organisation who seems to be a dead man walking. Recording this podcast this morning, I know there's a very real chance by the time you're listening, Hamish McLennan may have to eat those words you just heard and walk. Rugby union in this country is in the midst of its ugliest civil war in history. They're always fighting. That may be true, but this time it feels like the most serious. Rugby Australia's chairman rejected demands for his resignation from six rebel state unions, but his own board may feel differently meeting on Sunday night to vote on his future. McLennan looks set to cop the fall for the 
circus surrounding Eddie Jones' appointment and quick departure as coach after the worst World Cup performance in Wallabies history. And that's your fast, fun hit of sport. Hit subscribe so you don't miss the F each morning. Catch it tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.